Hey, hey, dishes, welcome back to Soap Dish Santa Style. I'm your host, special guest star, Michael the Maverick, and my co-host, Tony, Dylan, Nick, and Ariette are here to join in the fun. Let's get started, shall we? It's a snow lose week, but we still have some news. Welcome to the Soap Dish Salem. Oh, shit. What is it called again? The Salem Spectator <laughs> Special Report. Thank you, Nick. Sponsored <laughs> by Jennifer Rose for the Devereaux, Katie McLean's version. All right. So it looks like the only piece of news we have on the docket this week is the fact that we have an official release date for Beyond Salem. Beyond Salem will yeah, be dropping. I say. <laughs> we'll be dropping on Peacock on September 6th, and we will get one new episode every single day that week. And from the looks of it, they are already tying in whatever's going to happen on Beyond Salem into the main show. Because if you look at spoilers for the week of August 30th, they're already setting up for the characters who are going to take part in Beyond Salem to actually, they're setting up the story on the main show. So I wasn't sure if or when things were going to all tie together. I'm very happy that they're tying together basically right from the start. I'm excited for Beyond Salem. I'm honestly, like, with the spoiler pictures that have been coming out, like, the main thing, I am just really curious to see how they utilize Eileen as Kristen. Oh, yeah, because that yeah. spoiler picture was giving me Cruella DeVille vibes. Right? I'm just, I am super interested in what they're going to be doing there. And I'm excited to see Leo again. And getting a sense of what Zach Tinkler is going to be like as Sunny. I'm kind of hoping this is like a test run. Yeah, because I I do think that they're going to end up being back on the main show, but that won't be until the end of the year because they didn't cast him until like June. So he'll be in Beyond Salem and then he probably won't be back in town until like um, end of November, early December, if they bring him back that soon. Like, um, I'm excited about that. And I'm excited to see how Alani's Beyond Salem adventure ties into this whole thing that we've got going on with Lonnie and Paulina and all of that now. So I'm like, I'm jazzed for this. I'm curious to see how they end up there because right. we, have, we haven't gotten a lot of spoilers about... <laughs> That, that's what feel like that me. spoiler I feel like that spoiler about that breakfast going sideways is going to be what leads them to go to Miami hmm yeah maybe because it wasn't really like definite like it didn't describe much of what would come later so I was like hmm how how did they end up in Miami so it's going to be interesting is, to see because there's cause, a lot of vague spoilers for Elani when it comes to Beyond Salem is they have they have a spoiler that John is going to get recruited into uh, a super secret mission for the ISA, which is most likely this jewel, uh, this jewel thief thing. Um, and then they're also setting up that Carrie and Austin's marriage is in trouble, which Thank is going God. to, which oh. is going to be what I'm assuming that's going to be John and Marlena's cover story for going to Zurich. And then Ben and Sierra's part of this is already being set up because they're going to be discussing their honeymoon earlier in the week i think they we actually see their honeymoon start on the friday on the main show before main before beyond salem kicks off on that monday so i really do think that that breakfast spoiler because it says that they all have breakfast together and it doesn't go as planned um is going to be what makes them head to miami true Uh, uh, okay i'm 
excited, but I'm I'm trying to think the right word. Cautious. Cautiously optimistic? Yes. yes, very. Because there's a lot of things on my mind of where a lot of things are going to lead. I, I just, one question I have, how are we going to explain the shift from Eileen to, crap, what is her name? Stacy. Stacy, I, I yes. don't think we are. We didn't yeah, explain it there either. I think they're just going to. Because I don't think she's going to show up at the same time. Oh, we just had Eileen back for the sake of having Eileen back. Okay. I can live with that because it's like I I literally think it's going to be Eileen in Beyond Salem. And then the next time we see we're not going to see Kristen on the main show until after Beyond Salem is over. Um, I have more questions about where exactly who's going to be hopping on from Beyond Salem to the main show. I I just have a lot of. Well, I think we're going to get to see Billy on the main show before Beyond Salem even starts, because there was something that Jason 47 posted that the episode that airs Thursday, September 2nd is an insert episode and was shot after all of the other episodes uh, around this time period were shot. So I feel like when John gets recruited, for an ISA mission, we're actually going to get to see Billy recruit him. Well, but they here, couldn't... Well, the thing is, I'm very... It, the main thing I'm excited about is the things that we don't know about, if that makes sense. Um, are we going to get a Noah cameo? Are we going to, you know, see some other family members of Lonnie's in Miami? Are we, there's so many loose ears to tie. And I honestly... I've been kind of bummed about this because Ariette put an idea in my head and now I know the idea isn't going to happen. So... What idea? (laughs) The idea of Kim and Shane coming back. So now I know... uh, uh, Well, I think... I don't know. One of those might be true. I thought I heard something... saw something on Twitter that somebody said that he was definitely doing Beyond Salem. And Rob said something in an interview with SoPub about getting to work with a mystery guest who's a, a day's legend. And based on this, it, it just, it, the way he said it, it just screamed Shane to me. So I feel like we will at least get to see Shane. I, I want him and Shane, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> yes, what a chance to hear friends and lovers again. I know exactly what you want. It's like with my friends and lovers. <laughs> I think this show, and, and this is getting into the weekly recap, I think this show has a lot of Brady's, but it doesn't have a lot of Brady's at the same time. Yeah, because all the Brady's that they do have really don't carry the Brady name. The only Brady that has the Brady name is Sean. Ex- exactly. I would like to see Sean, Sean and Shane, and Kim and their folk, like their family come back in. Yeah, like, and there was there was one casting that was announced for Beyond Salem. I forget what the name of the actor is, but the guy is the right age and has the right looks to be Andrew Donovan. It's what the people need. Yes. I- also, there's also going to be an Alamein tie-in to Beyond Salem because they have cast a Sebastian Alamein. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So oh, which bastard is this? That's the thing we don't know, and he's like he's. I like f- I think the actor's like 46 years old so I'm going to be inter- really interested to see exactly how this all ties in together and with the Alamains being involved I can see why they need John. Well, we're just going to live beyond Salem in prayer. Bring back Shane and Kim for- and don't kill them. 
please don't kill me. Okay. Now it is time for the weekly recap. I'm surprised y'all didn't laugh at me on that one. Listen, we we have learned it, we have to be. It ain't a joke. Specific. We gotta be specific. It, <laughs> it's, it's not a, it, it, like after after the way Ron has arbitrarily killed characters of the past, like it's a valid concern. Be a Laura. Who else? David. Wait, that was no. David wasn't, wasn't Ron. Ron. That was Dina. It was, it's still a, it's still a stupid. It's, trope. it's, it's a running uses, story, yeah. yeah, but Uncle Tommy old ass still alive. Who ain't seen him? <laughs> <laughs> just, My man is 90. <laughs> oh, I just spoke to Tommy. No, you didn't. <laughs> you know, cut this out, Arya, please. <laughs> okay. We are a mess, Jesus. I know. And now it's time for the weekly recap. First things first. Xander confesses to running drugs. Jack kicks him out. And as soon as that happens, Sean arrests him. Um... This was Freaking. all so stupid. This was all so ridiculously uh, uh, stupid. Okay, first off, I just want to say this. The momentum that this story kind of had last week literally hit a brick wall coming into this week. Because the way I did not care about this story. Not give a single fuck. I did not care at all. Where he got arrested, I was like, thank fucking God. So was carrying my script. <laughs> It's interesting that he got arrested on the place where he had shot Marlena. Yeah, but they that was interesting, but they also didn't make mention of that, yeah, which I kind of wish never they do, did. So. And I'm kind of interested to see Xander try to convince EJ to be his lawyer next week. But, like, nothing yeah, that aired... A lawyer. Me, so, me too. But, like, nothing <laughs> that aired this week with them gave me any kind of interest and apparently he's gonna get out of jail because he's banging Gwen on Tuesday I mean yeah. like uh, this whole storyline has made no sense and I like I said I, I was waiting for them to get out of it but maybe it will be interesting next, next week we'll see right they now, sure as hell weren't interesting this week no it, it was so stupid I forgot they were on <laughs> they were only on on Monday yeah. I keep going back to this could have been fucking avoided. The man only had a fucking heart attack. Wait, that, like, that's it, the thing. All the stupid choices oh. that were made and for what? What was the reason? Yeah, like what was the reason? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Because it's like if they had just used a little common sense. And the thing is, they are both like Joanne Prada level scammers. So I don't understand. They could have easily put that man in a car, a parked car. <laughs> Like I a just are a hotel room. I, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand these choices. Drowning him when he died of a heart attack brought more questions than solved more problems. <laughs> so like it just it all stemmed from stupid and has just but gotten stupid. Something I can't even fault them throwing them into a lake because if you would have threw them into a lake on some regular regular ass day nobody probably would have saw it for months the fourth of july though man in the lake the day before the fourth of july <laughs> let, let it go <laughs> i mean it, it was a lot it was a lot and the thing is like these actors they have chemistry and yeah I paul and, and emily too. have chemistry it's Give just Emily this storyline sucks donkey balls. Give Emily an Emmy because at the end of the day, it's still fuck Gwen Bouchek, but I feel a little glimmer of care about her story sometimes, occasionally. Yeah. yeah. Right, and now that's just the, right now, it's just the story. Like, if they had a decent story, you probably would care. And it's like, but even nah, I that, wouldn't. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> they still have like major things hanging over their head. So it's like you you're even you're watching waiting on the other shooter drop. And, and that's what's killing me. They're trying to write Gwen as his victim heroine now. When Vin, Gwen has a lot of sins that she hasn't paid for. So it, it, it's hard trying to root for somebody and she literally hasn't paid for a damn thing she's done for the year she's been here. Yeah, it feels like yeah. right now they're just stalling until Abigail comes back. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like they're trying to set it up so that whenever the truth about Sarah comes out, we're, we feel bad for Gwen. But like, if she doesn't have any actual consequences for any of the things that she's done, we're not going to feel bad for her when she's got to take and hold an L. Even if we feel bad for her, at the end of the day, we're going to be like, well, she killed Laura and she did Abigail dirty. That's what she deserves. It's hard to feel sorry for her, even if you do. They, If they want to rename this character and make her a heroine like they're trying to write her, they need to sit down and slowly try to redeem her. Some way, some I don't know how she's going to do it. Because at this point, what ha- the thing actually, done. I think that they're going to start it not this coming week, but the week of the 30th. Because I saw a spoiler like that Friday, she's supposedly going to tell the truth to Jack. Oh, so if she confesses and comes clean, that might be the jump off to them transitioning Gwen into a different place. Oh, she still it's has true. a lot to answer for. <laughs> it's like, which truth, though? That's what I was about to ask. Which, what truth is she going to tell? <laughs> right? I, I, that, that she killed I mean, Laura? That she was all, already with an empty womb when she fell down the stairs? Right. Jesus. I couldn't, think of, the a, truth, or that I couldn't think of a nice way to say it. Or, or that she was the one running the drugs. Like it's a lot. But yeah. honestly, if she tells if she tells the running the drugs thing, she has to tell them why she was running drugs. So I can't see her confessing to one without confessing to the baby lie. So I feel like both she things still have got to come Laura out. Under her belt. <laughs> it's but, like but they're they're not playing it like she actually killed Laura so that could actually be the truth whether you believe it or not is a different thing but they're actually playing it like it was that argument well no I'm just I'm just saying the show is playing it like it actually was an accident they're not they're not playing it like she was lying about it that's all I'm saying oh the only one who is is Abigail now I remember yeah that's the thing I'm just going off of what the, the the narrative the show is telling that shows you how much we do not care about this story. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next. Uh, I don't even want to talk about this one either. That's why I got it out of the way first. <laughs> Nicole is missing Eric, and Rafe is there to support her, much to Abel's dismay. Belle serves her divorce papers later on at Basic Black. Y'all... <sighs> I have a confession. Oh, Lord. If you tell me you like the Raven Nicole scene, I'm going to virtually bitch slap you. I didn't mean to. Get him, If they control or delete the bear, I could possibly get behind this. The, get him, the, the Macaroni the, and cheese food. And the, and the macaroni and cheese food fight. I'm sorry. Has, oh. has Michael's reefer you? <laughs> Look. Like, are, are you on a contact call? I like 
it was weird. I, I, it was just odd. It caught me off guard. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't hate this. <laughs> Outside of the bear, Ava being pissed off about it intrigued me. Um, Gabby, that, teasing, Gabby teasing her about it intrigued me. Um, Rafe trying to be a supportive friend, even though they have feelings for each other, it it didn't like I didn't hate it, and I was hating. That's it where was, you lose me. It's it's the weird. That's, that's exactly I'm, where you lose I'm me. trying to figure out I, why I liked it, and I don't know. Well, <laughs> like, I think, like okay, if we're honest, <laughs> like if we're honest, because I think that everyone can admit, had they tried to do Rafe and Nicole like ten years ago. Most of us probably would have been on the yeah. uh, on board the train because Galen and Ari they do have chemistry they work well together. Rafe and Nicole make a certain amount of sense. It's just the way that they work about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, it may be the fact that Eric's no longer involved in the equation at all. Like she's coming out of that, and she's just trying to sustain or rebuild her life. And he's always and, and, been up her ass, so that, like it kind of makes sense. If Eric wasn't in the equation to begin with, I possibly would have been on board with this. But again, I said on the last podcast, I'm sick of Rafe being Captain Saber home. So until he gets out of this schema of jumping in and trying to save a woman every time a relationship implodes, I will have no respect for any relationship that Rafe has. My thing is, I don't appreciate the way he's playing in Ava's face because yeah. there he is well this is not a situation where he is in denial he is well aware that he that has he has he's admitted it he's admitted it to Eli he I mean Ava and Rafe have talked about it I mean granted we didn't see the conversation when it originally happened but we've seen flashbacks to it 700 times like he is well aware that he has feelings for me well, that's and okay at but this point he either needs to take a step back from her out of respect for the relationship he's trying to build with Ava or he needs to take a step back from Ava and figure out which one of them he really wants to be with because right now it's coming off like he's playing games and when Ava snaps which we all know she will eventually I'm not going to be here for everybody trying to blame her when she's given this man ample opportunity to be a man and be straight up and conduct himself with you know some some class and some dignity and some respect for the women that he's dealing with. Like, stop playing in her face, dude. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. That, that's and coming like, up next week. Yeah, she she's gonna ask him again because she's already asked in the him pro- before. Yeah, they the argue. Promo, she was, yeah, in the promo she was asking, you ate already? But anyways... And he's going to play it off like she's being unreasonable and insecure for no reason. I already... It's like you can tell that that's, that's yeah. the way that it's going to go and I don't like I believe you wait someone else is cooking. Like I, I need her. I need her to stop cooking for the love of Christ, please. Nobody asked for this. Like unless she starts yeah, poisoning him. his food and going all bunny. <laughs> Honestly, like going on poison sprinkles. Like, I, I, like she's a mob, I would watch. She's a mob princess and she's dating the police commissioner. She should be using that to advantage, to her advantage. Exactly. And she's not. And I don't understand why. But yeah, uh, I, I'm just not here for Nicole just crying in the bed. I get why she's crying in the bed, but at the same time, it's like, get over it. 
I really thought yeah. like the the Nicole we saw with EJ when she brought him the letter. I was like, yes, we're finally getting the Nicole Walker. And now she's back crying in bed. And I'm like, no, I'm over it. Like, give Nicole a better story. Well, at the very least, that's not the only time we saw her this week. Like, she was yeah. at, she was actually at work. And that's when Belle came and yeah. served her the divorce papers. I did like those scenes. Belle immediately said, I have no room to judge. Yeah, I loved that moment. I was like, uh... Finally, like, yeah, because they're finally I, self-aware about something lately, Belle. Like, I really enjoyed that conversation. Sorry, Nick, go ahead. Yeah, I think in the, when it happened, when everybody found out, it was in the moment, and she only said it to John. But she, I think as the days went by, she probably realized, yeah, this is this isn't my lesson to teach, so I'm not going to drag her. Mm. Yeah, like I said yeah, at the time. <laughs> Exactly. Dylan and I were vindicated in that moment. I was like, oh, look, yay, I was right. Yeah, I I was glad because at the time, that was just a natural human reaction to finding out that your sibling has been done dirty that anybody would have had. And now that she's had time to sit with it, you see, she's not dragging her, she's not being sanctimonious, she's not being hypocritical. Judgmental. She did drag Jet Sammy though. That was yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, but can you blame I'm glad, her? I'm no, glad, I did. I didn't blame her for that. I'm glad nope. that Bell pointed out that she's the last person to judge because I like me and Michael had that issue with her during the anniversary party, but they fixed it this week, and I was glad. And the conversation with her and Nicole was actually good too. I, I yeah. feel like Eric's family is kind of Sammy. It's I kind of standing behind Nicole at this point. I really think that Eric's family is kind of standing behind Nicole at this point. Because you could even see Belle did not want to give her the divorce papers. Like, she did it, but she didn't really want to. I mean, that's not surprising. They they love Nicole, and they know that Eric and Nicole love each other and are each other's, like, great loves. They don't want to see their marriage end so it, I mean, yeah but it, it, it's kind of like everybody kind of watched it implode as well so it's kind of like they can see why it ended this way <laughs> i didn't mean that as like a joke but you know they could actually just sit there and see how all of this unfolded so they're kind of at a point now but my i'm asking saying all this because i have a question do you think they're going to erase eric from holly's life or are we going to pull a see error and say that Rafe was always there. Oh God. Um I don't know. <laughs> I I think I think they need hopefully we can get a version of Holly that is old enough to have a major problem with Rafe because he's not Eric. Ah, uh, because Holly that... just let him in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but right now he's right now he's just mommy's friend. If he becomes more than that and they start dating, I need Holly to have an issue with it and to like be a major source of angst for them. If we're gonna go down that road, like at least give me a realistic story out of it. I just want Eric to be Holly's daddy. That's it. That because the, the real daddy she got shouldn't have been her, her daddy. But <laughs> but in order to get that, you would need the show to be invested in Eric. And I just don't think we live in a world where that is 
I, I, don't think, I don't think the show is going to be that cruel to basically erase the fact that Eric has been the hardest life since what? I mean, they were cruel enough to exclude him from the storyline that involved the death of his own child. So that became that became about Sarah's pain and Xander that Eric barely got to grieve the child that he lost. And it ended with a very nice tombstone, which Eric never even got to see. Right. That's the nicest tombstone I've ever seen in daytime. So let they did not cheap out on that one. Let's not say that they won't be cruel to Eric because they have been, and that's the entire reason Greg Vaughn is not on this show anymore. Okay, Tony, you spitting heat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next story. Sammy is missing, and Ali is worried about where she is, so she goes to EJ, who hasn't seen her. And it leads to a very long chase from Gabby to Jarlena's to see where Sammy is. And then they all get a group message text from Sammy saying that she's okay. Five seconds after John confronts EJ, that's not suspicious as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, first off, has nobody seen the Natalie Holloway story on the Lifetime channel? When everyone gets the same exact group message... Something ain't right. Do they not watch Snap Investigation? The school, the school. Allie and Allie thinks it's weird because she even said as much to Johnny in their scenes the next day because she was telling Johnny what happened. And when she said, you know, mom says she needs space, and Johnny was like, mom. But but y'all are get y'all get me what I'm saying. Like every time I watch, I'm a true crime fanatic. Every time I watch Forensic Files, Unsolved Mysteries, when everyone get the same exact text message. Something ain't right, and nobody is questioning the group message at all. Not John. Because even John should have been like, didn't I just leave EJ? And now this text message is coming in. Something ain't right. Even in the dialogue, though, he 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 was kind of cagey about it. Like, he said, like, you know, it's EJ. I don't fully trust him, so I don't know what to think. First off, those uh, John and EJ scenes. So good. Pure. Mm-hmm. He, first off, when John said Elvis John, I, I lost it. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always forget that's his name. <laughs> I, now, see, I don't even watch the show, but that scene where on polls, I don't know who was getting red, and all you see is they let it go up and go, woo! That's how oh, oh yeah, that was crazy. That's was pray to was pray to that was pray no, that was the dinner when um, <laughs> Damon dropped the bomb about Pray Tell and Ricky hooking up. <laughs> and oh. Electra was walking behind him and just oh. turned around with her water top. Like, oh! <laughs> That's how I felt when Elvis John entered the chat because I was like, oh shit, Ron is going there, there. We don't My, talk about it much. No government names. <laughs> no, no, we don't talk about it much. But let's not forget, John was almost EJ daddy. Right. And also, too, my other favorite part of this is like EJ gets all pissed off and gets in his face. And literally, John was that blink stare meme personified. He gave not one single fuck. But uh, it was like John was looking at him like, we we really finna take it there, are we? All right, let's take it there. Don't forget who was almost your daddy. They both get gold stars because that was some, this is the first time since Dan has stepped into the role where I felt like EJ is back. Yeah. 
I mean, he I mean giving, he's, he's been giving me vintage Demir yeah. yeah. But I feel like he has really like stepped it up and he's giving me the Demir that I've been missing and he feels like EJ. He feels, yeah. like, he feels like the son of Stefano. And not the watered down EJ they tried to give us in order to make Ejami work. No, he, he this, feels like a direct product of Stefano Demera. Yeah, yeah, this feels like EJ, the race car driver. Like, this, yeah. this is a this lot. Is, this is giving me like 2006, 2007 Creeper EJ vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So, okay, I'm going to ask again. We're going to be serious this time because we wasn't serious last week. Who do you think has Sammy? EJ and Kristen, 100%. I still think that because when, like, John com- confronting EJ and then leaving and then everyone gets a text message, like, EJ knew people were, like, worried about Sammy. So I'm convinced he... And sent- then you go to his scenes with Nicole and how angry he was? Yes. Like, also- I'm convinced that he... Ooh. He has Sammy or like maybe someone else working for him has Sammy because that it, that was really like suspicious. And also he, the scenes with him and Johnny where he says, I'm going to ask mom. He says, good luck finding her. Also, too, and how kind of nervous he was that Johnny was in the tunnels. Oh. I don't know. See, that's why I think it's not him because they're making it too, too obvious. obvious. obvious red, red herring. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I was thinking as well. It's like, part of me think, okay, it's EJ, but on the other hand, it's like, okay, they're painting on pretty thick that it is him, so with Ron's history... Who else has she pissed off recently? I mean... Ava? Hasn't she? (laughs) Nicole? Chloe? The list is long. I think think at this point... That would be amazing. (laughs) Whoever whoever took her, I think Lucas is going to be the one to save her. Yeah. hope so. But yeah... As of right now, for me, it's like, I think it's EJ, but I'm going to be very interested to see if Gabby keeps the necklace that she found, starts wearing it, and EJ sees her in it and sees, and to see what his reaction would be. I think that was the point of her wearing it so he could see it. Yeah. I was wondering what that, what necklace that was. I had no idea that was it. Yeah, that was Sammy's necklace because it it fell out of her hand when she was taken. Okay. Yeah, and Gabby found it on like on the ground yeah and she decided to wear it well we're gonna lift that story up in prayer and pray that sammy comes back because i I, i'm still waiting on sammy to get red how long do you did we say sammy is gonna take for her to get back we know she's we know she's definitely on set around thanksgiving i don't know how how early prior to thanksgiving we see her she was definitely on set filming for thanksgiving and she was just on set recently so she's definitely there, like starting in November into the end of the year. But I don't know if she's there any earlier than that. So sometime this fall, she comes yeah. back somehow. She was definitely in Vancouver for all of May. She didn't get back into into LA until June. So she could have gone back to she could have gone back to days at any point in June up to now. So basically, basically November sweeps. Yeah, around there. Oh, God. So we already know how this is going to go. <laughs> Sam is going to come back. She's going to see something she doesn't like, and all hell breaks loose. <sighs> Wonder if it's going to be Ava and EJ in bed together. 
I finally got somebody who eats my cooking. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next story. Johnny DeMere is home and he wants to be a filmmaker. Not any interesting films like the ones I would like to see on this show. Yeah. But <laughs> EJ wants him to be a part of the Merit Enterprises and Johnny refuses. Johnny wants him to bankroll his movie, but EJ says no, and Johnny starts out. EJ is determined to get Johnny at the Merit Enterprises and recruits Chad and Nicole to help. Can we just give a shout out to Carson Bookman for coming in and slaying on day one? The, mm. Right, those confrontation yeah. scenes with EJ were so good. Yeah, like I, 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 I love Johnny right now. It feels like I've seen him like for years. And that's yeah. uncle. That that's Roman's grandchild. All right. Well, he loud. <laughs> no, because that southern accent could not hide from nobody. <laughs> and I, I Look, thought it was interesting. Did y'all hear the accent, or was it just me? I think it was just you. I didn't hear anything. I, heard, mm-hmm. I saw someone else tweeting about it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hear it myself. Tony. Because uh, y'all northerners, me, I'm a real ass, chill ass nigga from the south. But uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> I heard it. It, it. That was very Texas. I heard in that voice. He need to work on that. But other than that, I was pretty intrigued. I, you know what struck me as odd, but not odd. Like on the one hand, I I need Giovanni to remind EJ, the race car driver. That he has no room to be throwing shade on unconventional career choices. But okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But on the other that hand, that was so that was such a stupid storyline. <laughs> Everybody the, was race car drivers back then. <laughs> Listen, let, let them mash the gas, okay? But on the other hand, I do kind of find it poetic that he's now trying to push Johnny into Demira when that business was the focal point of so much of his conflict with Stefano. Uh-huh. I feel like it's when the family that- business didn't used to be an actual business. But okay. <laughs> I feel like it's just another thing that solidifies EJ as being the Demira that's walking in Stefano's shoes right now. Yeah. And I just I love that. I also think that that kind of undercurrent of disrespect and resentment that you saw with EJ and Johnny makes so much sense with the narrative that they've given us because the narrative Even from the jump they've given us is that EJ has basically been, you know, emotionally abusive towards Sammy and those kids would have seen that. Uh, yeah, it, I it, it but even as sense that they'd be resentful of the way he treated their mother. But even Especially as a kid, given, Johnny and EJ have never had the best relationship, even as a kid. Yeah. I mean, Johnny they kind of Johnny did prefer Rafe when all the stuff with, with EJ came out about all the stuff that he did, but they were close at one point. But also, too, remember, Sammy dragged Allie, Johnny, and Sydney all over Europe looking for EJ. They finally find EJ, and then EJ is basically a prick to all of them. Yeah. Like, I could see Johnny holding major resentment, especially since Johnny, I'm guessing, was probably one of the ones who held Sammy together in the time that EJ was missing and presumed dead. But I don't, so know, I don't know if they're really going to play that, because quite honestly, I thought they were going to play that with Allie and EJ. 
and they haven't played it yet. I well, feel like they're gonna play it with Johnny though, because I it think, already I already feels like Johnny prefers his mother over his father. Yeah, he does. I think with Alias, it helps that she also had Lucas. Johnny didn't have that. Johnny had Sammy and EJ. Sammy was a mess over EJ. EJ I, I was an asshole to Sammy. Because I don't care what anybody says, I still feel like Allie, Johnny, and Sydney should have smoke for Sammy for dragging them around the world over a dream. I'm kind of glad. But still. Well, we don't know how Sydney feels, but I feel like Johnny's smoke is more towards EJ for that than for Sammy because he saw how I'm like, he saw how broken his mother would have been and his father being gone. So I'm kind of glad one of Sammy's kids is on her side. Yeah. And I'm I kind of love that it's Johnny. Yeah, same. I'm also feeling because like the I I also feel like we may get our lucky Spencer Luke Spencer rape reveal moment. You okay? Okay. Hey, see, I thought I was gonna mention that. I want to watch that. (laughs) It's coming. Yeah, because I I, I felt it. In the dialogue, in the scenes with Allie, Same. when they talked about how Henry was conceived, I was like, oh, this could yeah, be setting and then going this up. Back to the it was a foreshadow moment Lucas, for me, I like think. Lucas straight up saying it. But no, yeah, no, no, I, no, I, thing. And they it's haven't gonna be done worse. before. It's going to be worse because with Luke and Lucky, it was different because that happened years before Lucky was ever thought about, conceived, or born. Yep. Johnny is a product, Johnny is the of, product that night. of that rape. Okay. Ooh, that's going to be a dude. I don't think I can watch that. That's going to be a lot. Okay. Do, do we trust Ron to tell us? No, this? we don't. Exactly. Oh, don't. But the, <laughs> thing is, like, no. the thing is, we know it's coming. Story to yeah. It was and an that's angle. another reason why I kind of don't want to watch it because if this can go really good or really, 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 really bad quickly. Very quickly. I, I, I hope that Ron does the right thing and has Ryan or somebody else come in Hello, and Ryan. write this with the care that it needs because this is something that's been one we've wanted to be addressed for years now. If you screw this up, Salt Twitter will burn down and I don't have time for it. Not only just Ron, but a, a, the right script writer to write this. Yeah, somebody needs to handle this with care. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a big. It, I I just feel like it's too too big of a thing for them not to address in some way. I mean, I especially like since coming. they. It yeah. has to be, especially with them bringing it up five seconds into its conversation with Allie. Like, yeah. that to me it, it, was so intentional. Yeah, does so Allie effective. know? I don't know I don't think, that I Allie think, knows. I, I, don't think, think, I don't think the I was, kids know at all. Yeah, I was about to get into that. Because um, there's so many factors that need to be touched. Does Allie know? this? Because uh, it's hard for me to not to believe that Lucas didn't mention that to Allie at least some point in a drunken stupor or but I don't I don't think he would I don't think he would blast Sammy like that because that's not so like that like oh like that is not his place Place. to say anything yeah I mean yeah Yeah. but I feel like everyone who knows would be so protective of those children yeah and like because I don't think Lucas was he was an alcoholic at the time when no he wasn't when Ali would have been old enough to learn this information because Ali was an alcoholic he went to Europe to 
take care of her because she was off the rails. So I don't think they would have had time to mention that to her. And I don't I don't see Lucas mentioning that to her out of spite either. No. Yeah, they thought, I'm, I'm, especially you know, since they thought so, EJ was dead at the time, too. And, you know, I'm just throwing stuff at the wall, but, you know. Because also, too, I almost thought they were going to touch on it when they were telling Allie's rape story, because then it was going to turn into, well, how could you be with the man who raped you? Yeah. I've been uh, waiting for them to address this in some sort of way, because, like, even with Allie having gone through that trauma, like, once she finds out, her feelings for EJ are going to become extremely complicated. Like, yeah. yeah. It's... Yeah. it's, it's I it's, just had a thought. It's a bomb waiting to go off in the middle of that family. Speak, speaking of bombs in that family, what if this? Ooh, 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 ooh! Oh my god! Because that's Wait. that's something would know. It, okay, so how, how are we like a hot boy, Johnny from Houston? I love him. I love, I him. love it so much. And oh, okay, can can we talk about like can we segue? I think the Johnny Chanel stuff is next on yeah. the outline. Um, they are fire, and I was not expecting it. I am so happy they have chemistry. They were so Aww. their meet cute was everything. Yes. Okay. And I want to know. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I want to know who then brought their teenage daughter in for summer vacation. It was right that scene. Because when they said meet cute, I lost it. I sent you the script writer for that episode. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Topitz, I think. Tyler Topitz. That was his is, name. He, is he new? Because no, he's, 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 he's been there for a while. while. Yeah. Nobody under the age of 30 came up with that script. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like the way they're writing this is so realistic and real, mm-hmm. and they're setting up the mess brilliantly. Because like okay, first of all, Johnny and Chanel are the the chemistry between them is flames, and I was not expecting that. Then she called him Giovanni, and I about melted. And then he started talking Italian to her. (laughs) I I got a little mad at that part. What I really, really, I I tweeted about this. What I really enjoy with Chanel as a character is that you're able to like multi-ship her with um different characters on screen and it's because really she refreshing. literally has i mean because she had chemistry with theo she has chemistry with ali and she has chemistry with johnny yes well, see, and I'm there's so like even a spark of trip too i was gonna say a baby spark yeah. of chemistry with trip like this this girl is a chemistry magnet and well, it's amazing I, i'm still yes. trying to get over the jump from the from- last chanel to this one i am too yeah, now I'm- Raven works. She's like, not Raven bad. Hit the ground running different. for me. It's it's different, but it's not necessarily a bad different. I am really loving this because I don't. We really went from Mo to the E to the to my right? girlfriend. What did I tell y'all? I told y'all we went from Maya Wilkes to Joan Clayton, it, it, and it's it, not it, that we don't like Joan. It's just Joan's different. It is yeah. very different. They they're writing the character in a totally different way, and it's I don't know if it's because I'm black. <laughs> Or what? But I I think this is kind of how they always wanted to write Chanel because Ron said in an interview that they ended up having to pivot how they pivot how they wrote her to fit Precious. Mm. So now I wonder if they're pivoting that's saying, back. That, that's saying a lot. I'm mm-hmm. bite my tongue. I'm a bite. Yeah, my I'm not gonna. <laughs> I I mm. okay. Mm, yeah, okay. You can never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> 
Because I'm I'm really finna. Whoever the person is writing the younger set right now needs to be a co-head writer. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Because they're it's doing a great job. Like a great job. I'm I'm still a Charlie shipper through and through. They've got my whole like heart. I'm kind but of. I I do lamas, and I'm here for this triangle. So. I, like, I want Chanel to marry Johnny just to piss Allie off. Oh my God. <laughs> I literally, like, this is going to be so messy. And I'm here, like, this is the first time I can remember being invested in a triangle where I am honestly happy with either side. Listen, they can build, like, I think they can build on this squad even more, bring in more characters. Theo should have been in it. They could have brought, like, Chloe's sister Joy, JT. I saw your tweet, Nick. And like a cousin of Gabby's. Oh my, oh, this quad wrangle mess could have been even bigger, but it's good right now. And I'm really enjoying it. Well, I, and Allie is going to flip out when she finds out that Johnny and <laughs> Chanel are dating because that's yeah, already. I think she's going to start acting like a mother. Well, I, I yeah. you know. <laughs> Oh my god. Like jealous said, is I, jealous and territorial. She's gonna get I this wanted, off. yep. I wanted what my dream story for this would have been Allie and Theo teaming up to be Sammy and Lucas to Johnny and Chanel's Austin and Carrie. Only this time we'd be kind of rooting for the split up. To, to hell with Austin and Carrie. That would have worked. <laughs> like because exactly because like because I have so right now Trip is the person we need gone. <laughs> that, that's yeah, how I, I feel about uh, Austin Reed. Fuck Austin Reed, bro. And the L got Trip. Trip is setting himself up for the biggest L. Like it's yeah. just. Well, oh, okay, I, this is this is how I wanted to go personally. I kind of want Chanel to kind of be like, well, you had your chance with me, Allie girl, but you you chose you chose, so I'm gonna stick with Johnny. And then Allie just kind of being like, okay, well, Chanel don't want me. I'm just be real. I don't want you for real, Trip. And Theo comes back for Allie because if they put Theo and Claire together, I'm gonna have to fly to Burbank. I, I don't think I'm. Mm-mm. We'll talk about it when we get to their scenes, we'll but I definitely got that vibe. Mm-hmm. But I, I will get there later, but I'm just putting that out there because I'm getting real. To, never mind. I'm not even gonna say that. Okay. But, I want to watch that story. Um, I wanted to say something, and I completely I forgot what it was. Oh, sibling vibe with Johnny. Yes, yes that yes, yes, he, that was he, so good. When he called her Alley Cat. cat. <laughs> yes, so so I love them. I love them. I love them. And they're just and he enough said that with an accent too. That you can be like, yeah, I see it. That I, I definitely see it. But they're yeah. also different enough to where there's like a spark and like a whole like cute little sibling banter with their scenes. And I love my thing is I love seeing Allie around people that let us see that more carefree side of her. Yeah. Right? We actually got like a, a different side of Allie, some more point of view from Allie that the story that her story was sorely lacking so it was kind of nice to get it and in the like when he brought up what happened with Charlie and how Henry was conceived and he's like I'm so proud of you for how you handled everything and I am so sorry that you had to go through that I didn't get a chance to tell you this before but I'm telling you now I legit had tears I was like oh they're so sweet I already love them I'm like yeah. Yes, it's it's protect the twins at all costs right now. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
it's going to be interesting to see their dynamic when they fight because I have a feeling yeah. that it's going to like when Allie gets territorial over Chanel, like Johnny is going to be like, what are you doing? I have a feeling that they are those siblings that will take it there with each other, but won't dare let anyone else. I hope that's, I hope that that way. I would love that. Yeah. You know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the Roman and Johnny singer. Oh, <laughs> I know why. Well, it'll be like getting Megan the Stallion and Dolly Parton in the room together. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Boy, that'd be so southern. It's a pity to shame. <laughs> Wait, where is Carson from? He's from Texas? No, and he's from Colorado, I think. Not with that accent. Because you heard Grandma Marlena. <laughs> Stop. Hold on. Did I sound like Bonanza? <laughs> um, hold on. Soap Opera Digest had an interview with him in, I think, this week's issue. So I'm checking now because they did say where he was from. Oh, God. Let's <laughs> He said, Grandma Marley. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's from Iowa. He's from Iowa. The Midwest. Midwest. Deep Midwest. They can't be from the Midwest. Well, he is. So he he might be, but his folks might not. (laughs) Am I the only one who heard the accent? Trying not to let your natural accent come through. And he picked up Sava? Some weird. Things come out weird. He's he also I think had just moved to Nashville before he came back to LA to book days because he was getting ready to focus more on like a music side of things because acting wasn't working and then he ended up Zoom auditioning for days and coming back so maybe living in Nashville he developed an accent I don't know I, I need answers and I need them <laughs> I really do we're gonna move on to the best story <laughs> um. Olivia Price has come to town with her shake and go and has a major <laughs> ball to pick with her daughter. It is revealed that Lonnie is Paulina's daughter and Paulina gave her to Tamara to protect her from her abusive ex, Ray. Uh, Paulina agreed to stay quiet about it and stay away, but she wants to tell Lonnie and Olivia the man she keeps quiet about it. Lonnie eventually shows up after a conversation with Eli to forgive Paulina, and she agrees on the condition that there be no more lies. Remember when I, I told y'all last week? I said Olivia orchestrated this because yeah. in a way, oh, yeah, that was the Paris days of my lives. No, it's not. It's because that's a black elder for you. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Yeah. This was peak good soapy mess good for me. Soap. Oh my god, it was <gasps> so good. Like. They carried like most of the week from me, and oh my god, this is so good! They, oh, ah, sorry, I need to clean my feelings. <laughs> but like, first of all, Marla Gibbs, amazing, like <laughs> amazing, amazing. Um, I love the dynamic between Paulina and her mother. Like, you could tell Olivia is the only one who could actually like rein in Paulina. Yeah, because <laughs> not many people can tell Paulina what to do, and no. Paulina like take it. Listens, yeah. When she when she opened the door, she like, "What the hell are you doing here?" <laughs> she was like, "Listen, oh my god, is that any way to greet your mother?" I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. <laughs> you just caught me off guard. <laughs> oh my god. At, what, yo, she spent two whole episodes dragging that tea. She. she <laughs> <I know. so laughs> Like you put 
the whole know, damn sugar bowl in here. <laughs> no, for me, it was the look that Marla gave that side eye she gave her when Paulina said no more lies or let oh. I promise you that I'll never ever lie to you again. And if I do, may God strike my mama dead. <laughs> <laughs> That look, Marla was like, wait a minute, Heifer. <laughs> I also need to know whose decision was it for Lonnie to call Olivia Big Mama? Because I lost my shit. I love that so much. That's why I called my Big Mama. I think it could I have mean, been Sal. Big Mama I feel maybe. like it was a Sal thing. Because I just, I don't think anybody in the day's writer's room would have thought of that. I think it's Sal because her and Lamone have talked about it in several interviews, trying to like have Lonnie and Eli come off in more an authentic way. And they've talked about it in a Dishing Days interview. Yeah, they talked I about do, it there. I do know both Sal and Lamone were raised by their grandparents. So that. Oh, I didn't know be, that. Yeah, Sal, Sal was raised by her grandmother. Lamone was raised by his grandparents. He did, his mom was in his life, but she didn't raise him. You know, so. It, it it came off very natural, so I enjoyed that. Well, I'm gonna speak now. Okay, <laughs> when she opened the door and that nice shake and go, I knew I was in for some good scenes. That, that wig was so what? It was she was on the bus. I wanna know what good love is like. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Don't do Nita like that. <laughs> Anyways, when she was dragging the teeth. <laughs> a lot of people laugh, but I was laughing for different reasons because, again, I'm a real ass, chill ass nigga from the South. <laughs> so, Sweet Tea, that might be the podcast title. Sweet Tea is a big thing <laughs> where I'm from. And if you don't make a good um, picture of Sweet Tea, your grams is going to dog you out. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was just really relatable. I really had a good time watching their scenes. Again, I wasn't really surprised by the plot because, again, that sounded real Black elder, you know, Tyler Perry church play plot. So it made a lot of sense to me. Um, <laughs> um, what else? I really liked Lonnie and Eli's scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was nice. I love that, too. I love couples that can actually, like, talk about their feelings and their issues, like grown, mature adults it's such a rarity on soaps that when we get to see it, it makes me really happy. And it's also major growth for you, Lonnie. Yeah, for them. Yes, yeah. I love that. Because both of them, like, they love to protect each other. And I get why they have lied in the past, but like this entire year has, for the most part, been growth for both Eli and Lonnie. So it's really refreshing. I also love the Abe Eli scenes because yeah. we don't get those often and it was nice to see a father-in-law and son-in-law i know um <laughs> it, was, it was just it nice thick, to see. They, they are laying it on thick but like this is all we, we really all we really need is family dynamics to be played out and yeah. we can get good stuff out of it what i also liked and i hope that they touch back on because i know paulina has to feel resentful because i would um those scenes um, confirm my suspicions that she was not flaky and unreliable. Yep. She was intentionally kept away from Lonnie. 
And I know that it has to hurt her to know that her child feels like she can't be depended on for things that were to cert- to a certain extent out of her control. And it also explained why she's so overindulgent when she like, like yeah. for instance, she's overcompensating because she couldn't she like do it with Lonnie, so she's doing crazy. Chanel. With these scenes, like Olivia is wrong, but you get it. Yeah, and. Like, I think she said something like, Tamara is Lonnie's mother in every way that counts or something like that. And I I get what she's saying, but I'll also get, like, a storyline with all the point of views making sense. It's just good drama. And Where is Marilyn McCoo hushing it? Maybe. I want her back. She needs to come back. Now you want her back? You're so full of (laughs) Look, I ain't asking for her to stay. I'm just saying she need to come back. I'm I'm wondering if we get to see when I uh, when I dreamcasted Tamara because I feel like Marilyn is not like she's she's too booked and busy. Done, done. You know what I mean? Like I don't feel like I don't feel like we can. I don't because she knows clothes, Tony. They not. But I'm wondering. I'm wondering if this Marilyn do her thing. But like my dreamcast, Michael. Imagine if we could get Lady Greenleaf. I, I, like, like, uh, hold on, no. If we can get a Whitfield on here, yes. Listen, we got Jackie and we got Marla, right? If we can get her on here, I'm really gonna be looking at Christian. I find a real funny in the light. Of, <laughs> Bitch, how much was you making? Over the day? <laughs> Do you guys? I have a question. Do you guys? I would, I would just love that. Well, all this money like from Christian. Do you guys fun. think we will see her in Beyond Salem, like? Tamara. I think at some point we need to because yeah. I don't you. The, it, this story won't play off well without her. I'm yeah. sorry. They, they definitely need her. It. Yeah. One but, thing I'm assuming I hope maybe they're saving that for when it actually comes out for her to come to town to explain it and why. Also whoever I'm assuming they're casting him. Ooh. Ray. Whoever you cast, he better be a low down ain't shit nigga. I prefer Blair Underwood. Or if um... we get Blair Underwood <laughs> on this show, if we get uh, Blair Underwood on this show, or Clifton Powell, I'm gonna be looking. If we get Clifton Powell, oh, that's the one. Okay, that's the one. If we get Clifton Powell on this show, I'm gonna be looking at Christian Alfonso funny in the light because again, bitch, how much are you making? <laughs> but they honestly need to get Lonnie's like biological father into the picture because like this storyline, what I love about this is it that it has potential for continuing umbrella stories. Yeah. Thing so, is, they don't need to, they don't need to rush it. Like exactly. Get, I say let this come out after it comes out. Give it a year before you introduce him and play <laughs> out the dynamic between Paulina, Lonnie, and Chanel first. Let us figure out what that's going to be like first. Because have the fact that it's out make him come to town. Like, let's say our theory is right based on the set picture that we saw, and that um, but everything's going to everything's going to come to head November sweeps at what we think is Paulina and Abe's wedding. So let's say after everything comes out at the wedding, there's an article about the mayor of Salem daughter not actually being his daughter ray somehow reads that connects like connects the dots connects the dots and that's what brings him to salem because he needs to be here 
at some point. Not now, maybe, but eventually. But yeah. the thing is, like, like I said, I don't want them to rush it. I would prefer he comes down after Abe legally adopts Lonnie. Like mm-hmm. after the dust settles and they've figured out what their relationships are going to be, then you bring him into Blood Rap. And I always I yeah. already have my own dreamed up backstory for him, but I'm not gonna go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I have a little best story up. I had so much there. more to say. <laughs> <laughs> I really what? love that um Lonnie's backstory is slowly and finally falling into place. Yeah. yeah. It's like, too long. Yeah. And I get fans feel some type of way about it and they're justified in it. I understand it. But it's a backstory to me that makes sense. I cannot wait to see how all of this unfolds, how Lonnie's going to react. Oh, it has such great potential. So, best I story hope for me. That they let Abe get to dragging mm-hmm. yeah. because he deserves, because he was very, very chill. Finding, you know what I mean? Like, we never yeah. saw him get to react to, oh, I had this child and you kept my child from me like we never really saw him get to react to that so now he's going to find out this isn't even you you dragged me into this yeah yeah so i i i need to let i need to see abraham let the chopper sink (laughs) i need need to see it and that's part of the reason why Tamara needs to be here Right. Yeah. Because well, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the Abe, I'm pretty sure the Abe angle was her idea because it was an easy sell. Wow. Well, we're gonna lift that story up in- and <laughs> what <laughs> one thing before we before we transition out. I, I don't think it was so much her idea as much as when Abe gave her the opportunity, she kind of went with it. I mean, the only thing she said is basically like, I'm sorry. That's it. That's, that's, <laughs> she doesn't say anything else. That, and, and all we so know like, from from when Lonnie originally, like when the story originally aired, is that Abe figured it out and went to Tamara on his own and said, we, "Ish." Did we get? But to we see it ne- on screen. No, we didn't no. see. We it. Never, didn't see we it. never saw that. We just heard about but it. But that's what he told Lonnie. So I'm thinking in that phone call when Abe called, she took the opportunity to be like, "Yeah, well, this is gonna suck." me to use him like this but i would rather lonnie believe that this upstanding man is her father than to ever find out the truth so i'm just gonna go with it i'm curious how how she came to town like how she did she was she told that abe was her father i'm talking about lonnie or like did she figure it out on her own she had just did research and just kind of put two and two together it comes off as she went digging and just ended up there but they've never explained that either yeah because it, it, it's kind of funny to me that like because what what lonnie did say is that she met her like her mother met her stepfather when she was pregnant so why didn't they just raise lonnie as if lonnie was his child uh, that's, right. Yeah, that's a thing because I think they may have retconned that because they don't mention her stepfather at all. They, yeah, they they've do. never mentioned him. They've never mentioned him by name. I don't think they've mentioned him since she was first introduced. I mean, Lonnie's introduction story was so easy to like, quote unquote, fix. So, like, I don't know if he's still like he doesn't seem to be a thing anymore. Yeah, they don't mention him. Past 2015, they don't talk about her stepfather. No. Yeah. 
Well, we're gonna lift that story up in prayer. <laughs> yeah, move yep. on to the next storyline. <laughs> can I keep going? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. you can. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. One last thing before we move on. I need a copy of Christian Alfonso's tax return. <laughs> DM those to me because for y'all to be making suggestions like that, Listen, some in the buttermilk ain't clean. So we I got, we got, Jack, we got Jack A and Marla money. I am not I am not being restrictive anymore because clearly we got money for Jack A. We got money for Marla. How much we money got, was you making, Hope Brady? I mean, we got money for Lisa Renna and Eileen Davidson to make appearances on Beyond right. Sale, and you damn well know they ain't they they got to cost a pretty penny. I want to see her tax returns by the end of this week. <laughs> I, I I gotta know because that bitch was making bank, and they sold John and Marlena's penthouse. I'm going to Burbank personally. <laughs> Next story. Theo and Sean find Ben and Sierra. And Sierra and Saints with Theo officially and reunites again. Free bands. Anyways, after the reunion, Sierra tells Ben she never slept with Theo, which was kind of pointless. But anyways, and Ben confesses about the kiss. And long story short, they get married at Marlena House. That was a long paragraph. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to say I'm, one I'm thing. Gonna say this. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, I have also one thing to say. About <laughs> <laughs> Google I'm going to say this. There's only one good woman in this world named Sierra, and she married the Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> because that girl had the nerve to ask for a hug after doing that. She didn't deserve nothing. And future, the future. Theo turned into future, y'all. Because when she asked for that hug, and he basically said no. It was he said he said maybe someday, but not, not now. now. That was up that we pray for. I thought he was from really I really uh, thought he was from get dreads, y'all. I, I think this is Theo's future moment. And I'm ready for him to come back to Salem because he can raise hell. Free bands. God finally blessing us, y'all. Um, um uh it was sad for that. Again, I maintain they shouldn't have changed Theo's point of view mm-hmm. the day of the wedding, um, but Cameron did decent with the scenes. I really did like that Sierra took the time to explain it to him because they, while they liked to ignore the fact that Theo had autism throughout this entire story, that for me proved to me that, okay, they can, they can tell when they need to play it, um, they just didn't. Um, yeah, because yeah, in those she, scenes, she it, took it the was... time to explain it to him and help him understand some things have changed because when he walked in, he really didn't get it at all. And you could see he was starting to kind of spin out a little oh, bit. And I, I don't know if that was because of like he was upset and hurt and didn't understand it, or if they were actually trying to play up his autism. I couldn't quite tell, but I did like the way that Sierra explained it. It the fact that she, the fact that she had to, ex- the fact that she had to explain it, I think that was what they were attempting to do. Lonnie need to meet her on the grass. <laughs> no, and but I like, like it was uh, Theo's point of view and like the way Theo was in those scenes. It was such a major shift from what from it like, had been. Yes, from his quote unquote previous point of view, a point of view he barely had. 
it was just like uh no no they just went sideways with all of this and having him in this story hasn't done the character any service but he's still at least bad to me I did like that in the scenes with Abe, he said, I always, and even in the scenes with Sierra, he's like, I always knew on some level we could end up here. I was just hoping that this was the one part I didn't like when he said, I was hoping I could love, like make you love me enough that it wouldn't matter. That part made me go, Oh, oh Theo, no. But I did like the accountability that he took in those scenes with Abe where he's like, I knew it. I just didn't want to hear it. I can't and then, stand that wench. <laughs> Which is about to be a complete 180 from what I'm about to say. And then, um, so I really liked, and I liked that everybody was kind of um, worried about Theo. I kind of wish they had showed that when he was actually trying to marry her, but that's Hello. I that neither here nor there. But I mean, and I like the fact too that like, like I said, he got to own it and then he actually got to be up, like ups, upset at Claire. I know I'm kind of jumping around to the other thing, but he actually got to show his anger at Claire. And then I also kind of like that they moved that, like they talked about it, they got through it and then they're still kind of friends. I liked that. Like they didn't. I'm, yeah, I'm, we're going to get to that. Later. I'm glad Um, going back to like Monday's episode, I think. Um, I'm glad Sean dragged Ben for fell. Oh, that was to me, that was really good because Ben didn't even think about what could have happened to Allie and Claire if they helped him. I don't think he I don't think he knew. He didn't expect No, but them. he didn't think about what could happen. I don't I'm not talking about knowing or not, but thinking about the consequences. Because all he had he honestly... in his mind was get Sierra to get a cabin. Get Sierra but to, to be cabin. honest, I don't think he would have thought that these girls would be idiots enough to exactly that's he actually he, he did he, he did say thought, that. He said I didn't he, tell them to keep quiet about it. Exactly. Yeah, he said I, I thought I, I, he said I'm it, but I'm still glad Sean dragged him because I had been waiting for that moment since I don't know March April for that whole syringe thing and it never happened. But it happened now with this whole mess of a kidnap and I'm just glad he had that energy because he had it coming. I was happy that Ben was like, I honestly didn't expect them. I expected them to give me up. I assumed that's how you found me. Like he was shocked as hell that they sat in jail for the 24 hours. Like fools. Mm-hmm. No. Anyway, yeah. Now I'm gonna make a complete 180. Can I just say one thing before we transition to the wedding? I really I- did enjoy the, I like the conversation between Ben and Sierra about what didn't happen with Theo and what did happen with Claire. I like that they talked about it. I like that they moved beyond it. And I just, I'm very happy that they are mature adults who discuss things. I thought he, his reaction was gross, to be honest. But that, yeah, that wasn't, that reaction, that way wasn't needed. Because it was weird. I don't know. Well, I'm going to say something that's complete 180 from usual because at the end of the day it's always gonna be fuck Ben and Sierra but I'm not gonna lie I kind of enjoy his sin this week once Theo left their orbit I, I kind of enjoyed them um <clears throat> the sex was nice pick better music days and um well that's that's always true but their song is the least offensive of songs they've picked in the past 
Yeah, it, it wasn't as bad as Claire moaning on track. Or the um, the true, true Blood theme song knockoff that J- Jake and Gabby That got. was not True Blood. That was a Logan's <laughs> Roadhouse bathroom. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. The wedding, if we're going to uh. small weddings... The wedding. If we're going to do small weddings, do it like this every single time. I eventually got kind of pissed about it because it it, it kind of made me mad because it's like, God damn it, you couldn't write like this for everyone else on the cameras. Uh, <laughs> but I, in comparison to their last wedding, I this is more. Like, I don't like Sin, but I enjoyed it. Uh, me either, and it was crazy. I didn't enjoy I enjoyed them it. this week, though. The past episode, like, the previous episode before the wedding, I didn't enjoy but, it. But, you I know, was... the happiest part for me was that they're finally married and everyone is out of their orbit. I don't have to watch shit with them in it. The no. thing is, though, like, this wedding, I thought, as a non-fan, it just fits the characters more. And yes, very, it just works. It does 100%. And uh, speaking as the lone sin fan on this podcast, I actually enjoyed this wedding more than their first one, and it just it fit them better. It was oh, it was so perfect. There it worked not- much better for them. I I he could have shipped in for a ring, and that that, 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 uh, that ring has sentimental mm-hmm. value to them. So I don't. It's ever not a want ring. That. It's a washer. I don't washer. Give a fuck what I get. I get. Is. I. The sentimentality of it, I don't want it to change. I'm, I was very happy. Don't be poor. (laughs) Like, put it in the frame or next to the photo. It would be different if they didn't have money. But, But like, having it on her finger, it looks so chunky. I get the sentimental value of the ring, but on her finger. (laughs) No, let me finish. It pisses me off because people literally have to work their asses off to pay for a ring for somebody I'm sorry I'm um, rolling up <laughs> but you know people yeah. it, it just doesn't sit well because people sit there and save up money for a ring and me knowing that Sierra has the money for one and still doesn't buy one kind of pisses me off I don't know why it's, it, it may be irrational but it's a thing for me just buy the girl a damn ring but she didn't want one because she he wanted to. And she literally said, I love my ring. I don't want you to get me. I don't want you to get me an engagement ring. The and then they settled that she would wear both. For earrings? I, it, I'm just going by the dialogue that they had a year ago when they you know, when they were cake tasting but, before the wedding. Like Ben, ben was bound and determined to get her. For the fakest earrings I've ever seen. So, yeah, Ben was determined to get her an actual ring and she didn't want one. She was perfectly happy with the washer and they compromised and said she would wear both. And then that ring went missing and then the wedding happened and then we were in hell for a year. So honestly, I don't, honestly, I don't really think am, am I either one of you. Am about this ring? I mean, this I, pressed, I, yes. I'm not pressed. I just think it looks chunky on her finger. <laughs> That's it. But I don't really care. But, but then again, they, wedding, don't, they, they don't do jewels good on this show because probably to the, be walking around with glass on her neck. Back to the winning like, itself. Like, I enjoyed 
like this was the first time in a really long time that I enjoyed them. I thought the low key setting fit, fit them perfectly. I think mostly I enjoyed this because <laughs> they were surrounded by characters that I really love and seeing Marlene. I love John's it. reaction love it. to like was so cute. And then when Sierra came in and she, he's like, do you remember me, kid? And I'm just that was like, cute oh, well. I love them. And the fact that John gets to be there to witness her wedding when he is basically the entire reason that she's currently alive at the moment, because she would not have been born had he not gone in Bo's place that night and gotten shot for his trouble. But so the connection between John and Sierra has always, I've always kind of wished that they would play that up more because of the history that John and Bo and Hope and Marlena have. So the fact that he was there made me happy. And like just their their happiness, like, like they were literally glowing with happiness. And, and honestly, so was I. Although literally my favorite moment probably of the entire episode was robbing those crutches because he was having so much fun. He added so many different things in those scenes with the crutches that I was dying laughing through the entire thing. I had so much fun. It was a good episode for them i have to admit dylan you're kind of quiet did you watch did she you didn't care? watch and i don't blame because uh, after this week i'm not watching anything about them so <laughs> yeah i mean this is their end of the rainbow for me i mean i i am at the point like before i didn't like them but i could watch them and not really care they have gotten me to the point where I don't watch them. Mm. So, I mean, the chicken was lovely. That's all I got. <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous gowns, great gowns. <laughs> no, I get it where she's coming from. Oh, I don't blame her because after this week, I'm done with them too. <laughs> but it, it I, started, all... I started meeting those scenes once Thea wasn't involved. So yeah, like Ron wrapped this week up for them perfectly with a bow. That was the end. They don't exist to me. I I just thought Friday's episode was good for them. I still don't give a fuck about Sin as a pairing, but that was the first time I could watch them without having like having to mute or do something else in the meantime because they usually don't interest me at all or intrigue me but that friday's episode was a good one for them and i mean like i know it probably sounds like i'm coming off like a hater or whatever but i am the type of person i have no problem watching shows around couples like y'all know that i am like a gh stan however i am also a person that has never liked carly or Sunny, or shipped Carly and Sunny, and I have still managed together to or in any individual in pairing any, they've ever had. Like I, I cannot. I've never had any use for either of those characters, and I've never liked that pairing because of what they do to other characters. But I've also always been able to watch that show, and that is despite them being the central pairing since like at least like 20 90s years going into the 2000s yeah at least like they have been the bedrock of gh and i have been able to not like them not ship them be like boo <laughs> and still 
watch that show and watch their scenes and watch their stories. So that should give you some indication of just how offensive on every level I have found this storyline and with the way that they use the like I for me to completely check out you've done a lot you've done a lot because I I normally don't do that and that's they took me there and that's where I am like I wish y'all well enjoy your couple I have nothing for them well on to the last story of the week after having his heart broken, Theo has to head back to South Africa Africa, because whatever he does for a job isn't going well. And their social media manager quit. Claire offers to step in and she leaves sailing with Theo. Before they leave, Theo and Claire clear the air about the wedding and all that stuff. And quite honestly, he shouldn't have shit for her either. But yeah. I'm gonna go with it. Who wants to go ahead first? Yes. Well, I kind of said my piece earlier, so I guess, all right, if you want to start. At the end of the day, he shouldn't have shit for her. I'm really glad that Theo had that high school energy towards Claire because she had it coming. She still sounds stupid. I'm not mad. I like Claire as a character, but I'm not mad to see her go after all this stupidity. But I wish Theo stayed on the show because there's so much potential for him in multiple storylines that's playing out currently on screen. The Carver Price drama, the Demare family drama, like there's, uh, it kind of annoys me that he's leaving. Hopefully when he comes back, because we know he does come back, it's for a more long-term stay. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I said it last week. I'm not a fan of Theo always forgiving the people that hurt him. I'm over it. Um, Claire can fall off that plane for all I care. Yeah. Um, whatever Theo is doing in South Africa, it sounds like he could do it in Salem. Um, and, and, I wish no, they would tell us what he was doing, but it's weird. It sounds like a tech company of some sort. Did, did, tech company did, meets with charity. I don't really know. Did JJ mention it when he returned last year? Did we care about no, the but did he I don't think did. they mentioned they mentioned that they were working together. I don't I think, think they gave a secret. I thought they were hunching each other over there. That was I think the it's only, kind of right. like a doctors without borders type of a thing. Like JJ's doing medical stuff and maybe um I think Theo's doing the technolo- technological aspects of trying to get them medical supplies and like maybe they're trying to raise funds and raise money, which is where the social so media the part comes in. Claire know about the- oh. it, but it's the social media aspect, which is canon to her character. Like she's always been like okay, a social I media person. Part, but how is she going to she mentioned that she knows the company well. She doesn't know anything about well, that. Shit. Maybe they share details she, with it with her. She's been she's already been promoting them on her social media, so she's already familiar with whatever they do because she's already been promoting them just because she wants to support them. So since she's already familiar with what they do, she can jump right into whatever. Well, I think it is. what pissed me off about this story is they actually gave Claire this, something to fucking do. The day that she left. Exactly. What what sounded really stupid, uh, I liked seeing the goodbye. They killed her music career finally. Thank God. (laughs) Stop it! Look, they don't have the money for that. I don't want to see or hear that moaning music. I don't. (laughs) No! (laughs) No, but uh, it makes sense for Claire to handle the social media part. But 
the I enjoyed her scenes with um her parents, but one of the things Sean said it was like it's so obvious, <laughs> like I don't know it just bugged me, but he was like. What about Sierra? You ju- you guys just made up and like that to me played like desperate dad. I don't want my daughter to leave. Yeah, so I get that, every- but also I'm just gonna oh my grab God. everything I can. To One of their dropping characters is going like oh no, it just sounded really weird. But I but get was- what he was saying. I get it. I get it. I get what he was saying, but it sounded a bit weird. But whatever. I'm not mad to see Claire go at this point. Oh, Theo, push her off the plane. Yeah, push her off the plane, Theo. She's we'll gonna move all the way down. We'll bail you. <laughs> we'll bail you out, sir. Push her off the plane. <laughs> this podcast will be titled "The Moaning Episode." <laughs> Not sweet tea as you wanted to. But I can't put what I want to put on there, so we're no, you can't. <laughs> So, yeah, it'd be kind of bad if the timeless half the the listeners can't even say aloud. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna move on to the good, the bad, and the ugly because I don't have a read for this week. Hmm. You don't. When I got that job offer, every bad thought went out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that's, gonna lie to y'all. That's great. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't have nothing to complain about after that. So the good, the bad, the ugly. Who's jumping off? Eeny, meeny, miny, nit. Well, you did that last week. Um, the good. Um, we could always skip you. the young folks. <laughs> like I really, it's, it's catching me off guard. Like they feel like young people. Like it's just because we we we've been watching this long enough to the point where we know there's some old people trying to write young people and it doesn't come off organic or authentic Allie's messiness of her dream and her being caught between her best friend and her current boyfriend now they're throwing her twin brother into the mix and those two and Chanel and Johnny how they met up it was really really nice I would love to see Theo mixing it up with them um yeah, in more ways than one in <laughs> uh, the dynamic between Olivia Lonnie and Paulina that was really good um the Bad. Um. Hmm. Uh, I, I, oh. Theo. Well, the bad and the ugly. Theo. Um, being so forgiving so quickly. I'm not into it. Stop it. It's weird that the only person that has to forgive everything that's ever happened to them is the black person. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's it's insulting. The in the back. It's insulting. It's offensive. Like let he can have a grudge. Like, he doesn't have to want to ruin their lives, but he doesn't have to be friendly with them either. I did like that they had him say, regardless of my feelings about this, I do know your track record with social media. That's why I'm offering this to you. But I didn't need them leaving together. They could have left separately. Put playing. <laughs> Well, this has taught me that one, I'm never picking Nick to go first again. <laughs> that whole performance you just put on, look, you look at it and say, it's better to go home than to not have your luggage. Oh, now, no. <laughs> I, I, I ain't nobody's fair, Sarah. Watch it. <laughs> 
Tony, good, bad, or angry. My good um, was just getting to finally see Ben and Sierra in a happy place. Like, it has been a long year, if you are a Sin fan, and we have been put through hell, and I'm just so happy to actually get to see them happy and in a good place, and we actually get to stay there for a little bit. I'm very excited about that. Um, my bad, honestly, was Ava and Gabby. Like, this manufactured rival. I'm not here for it. It honestly feels like they don't know what the fuck they're doing with Gabby. And I really wish they would figure it out because while they're trying to figure it out, I am bored out of my mind. And the ugly was Rafe, Nicole, Duke of the Bear, and the macaroni and cheese food fight. Get it the fuck out of my face and off my screen. Nobody asked for this. That's it, Tom. That's it. Dylan. <laughs> Y'all are going through these. God, this is going to be a short episode. Um, my good are the new additions that we got this week. Um, Carson as Johnny and Marla as Olivia. They both really hit the ground running for me and fit right in with the family dynamics that were already established in their respective family and added to the stories that were already being told. And they shook the table in a really, really good way. I'm excited to see what happens with Johnny moving forward. And I am like intrigued with how those truth about Lonnie's parentage is going to change everything for the Carver Price Grant family moving forward. So that was fun for me. Um, my bad was just like the whole not necessarily Gwen and Xander, but the stories surrounding them, because it's been such a big letdown and non-factor. And I, I honestly feel like the only thing about it that works on any level is their performance. And my ugly, um, nothing that I actually watched was ugly for me, but that Claire Theo thing came real, real close. It, 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 it came real, real close. So, yeah, that was mine. Well, I guess it's just me and left Ariette. Yes. So my list is similar to most of y'all. But, yeah, so good. I have three of them. I like the young adults and their messy dynamic on the show. It was just fun to watch this week since low-key wedding was good. But the best part of this week was, of course, Olivia, Lonnie, and Paulina. Like I said, it's good. It's messy. So it's dramatic. It's going to, oh, it's going to lead some, like, major uh, drama eventually. And I just enjoyed seeing them all together. And they were fun, refreshing. And I can't wait to see the storyline continue. And my bad, Ava and Gabby, nothing about this quote-unquote rivalry makes sense to me. And I'm so over Chef Vitali, Cook Food and Shea Hernandez. I'm over it. Do something better with both of these characters, please. You uh, ain't already? Huh? You ain't already? <laughs> and the ugly well uh i mentioned it before but i thought this was really gross like his ben's excitement about sierra and theo never sleeping together it just played gross 
Yeah. And I was like, no, no. It didn't even have to be brought like, up. Honestly. It, it, it wouldn't have mattered. Like, it was just gross. I, no. Because he, he was going to fuck regardless. So. <laughs> yeah, like. Why did they even buy? Like, when he, when he explained, we, saw, we didn't see it, but he explained, like, the kiss to Sierra. And he was like, oh, but we were hurting. We were desperate. Blah, 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 blah. But when she was like, yeah, I didn't sleep with Theo. And he was like, yes. Like, okay, maybe not like that. But he was ex- like happy. And it was just like, it came off gross and misogynistic to me. And I. It didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, need we didn't to care be. at that point. Exactly. So that was my good, bad, and ugly for this week. Well, I guess it's my turn. Good, bad, and ugly. My good. Will had to be hot boy Johnny from Houston, Texas. Um, <laughs> he was fun. He had an accent, Grandma Marlena, and um, there might be the podcast title hell, but <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed him. I'm looking forward to seeing what his character brings onto the table. And what else is my good? I actually liked Ava and Gabby's rivalry. Guess I'm a wild card on that one. What else did I enjoy for this week? Um, the sin wedding. If you're going to do small weddings like that, keep doing it. If we don't have the budget for real weddings, keep doing it that way. That was a beautiful wedding. If you can write like that for one couple, you can write like that for everyone else, damn it. Um, my bad. I don't really have a bad. Maybe the shake and go wig. Possibly. Um, yeah, I don't really have a bad. It was a pretty well. Nicole and Rafe in the bed. That was bad. That that was terrible. I hated it. But this goes to my ugly. I'm sorry, but Theo and Claire leaving together. I'm all for Claire having a purpose now. I hate that it had to be literally on her last day. But them leaving together, I'm sorry. It, it's giving shuck and jive, and I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Um, every Black person doesn't have to forgive every person. and They don't have to be Angela. You can hold a grudge, and that's okay. Um, and that's my good, bad, and ugly. You're watching it wrong. Um, eeny, meeny, miny, Tony. Did everyone disappear? No, no. Here. Oh, no, I'm muted. I had something popped up and I muted myself and I forgot. Sorry. Okay. I don't really have a watching it wrong. It's just that um, I've been noticing that a lot of um, accounts on Twitter that are posting like clips and montages and stuff have been getting reported for copyright infringement. And if there are actual trolls out there doing that to people because they don't like the stuff that they're posting... Y'all need to get a fucking life. I think also, like, there's some really big songs out there that get you suspended. So I don't think it's merely just fans being trolls, though I think it happens. But, like, using really mainstream songs can get you suspended. It happened to me, so... That's why yeah, I created but this was another. also on a, this. It's also happening on accounts that don't just don't post music videos that actual post clips of the show too. So it's like mm, okay, it feels and it, it I mean, feels doesn't very shows have that same type of like a lot of clips 
I remember one one point of time, like a lot of these clips ended up like disappearing. Um, people were su- suspended because they posted it. So that's why. Yeah. I don't know if it's Twitter or if it's just Twitter, like if it's actually Twitter or if it's just trolls being trolls. But either way, these like these accounts disappearing is just really making me sad. So I just kind of wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Dylan. Okay. Um, mine has to do with a tweet, and I'm pretty sure like most of y'all, if not all of y'all, saw it. Um, someone was really excited and praising the work of Marla and Jack Hay and talking about how they were um happy to see more um of the price grant carver family and you know hoping that we get to see more people brought in and someone tweeted back let's not try and turn this show into blackish leave it like it is instead of all this bullshit coming on now and (laughs) here's the thing like I know that I get on here and I am very vocal and very strong about advocating for black characters and black actors and black writers and this is why because as much as some of y'all like to pretend that it does not matter it very much matters and there are people who are watching these shows same as you me and everybody else who are equally as vocal about not wanting to see any sort of progress or inclusivity or diversity or equity. And so my thing is, if you think that we are going to continue to accept less than, and we're not going to push for James and Lamone and Sal and Jack Hay, and yes, Cameron, you know, if you think that we're not going to push for these actors to be given their due, to be given an equal and equitable opportunity to lead story, to have agency, to have a, their point of view reflected, to have their work respected, you're watching it wrong because we absolutely are. That was mine. Well then, Nick, you're third now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my watching it wrong is gonna come under, it's, it's, it's basically twofold. Um, you can love a character or a ship and also acknowledge that the writing for them is heavy handed and biased and also, and can negatively affect other characters. Like it happens all the time, unfortunately, in this genre, they don't really know how to tell stories about one person or a car or a ship without destroying not like they don't even like let's use claire and theo as example claire and theo are important to the show's history they don't know how to they don't they didn't bring in anyone expendable to throw away they destroyed they try they shit on two legacy characters Mm -hmm. like you can love a couple and character and just and be real about what it was like just call it what it was call a thing a thing as dylan would say and just say yeah i didn't like the fact that they did that don't be so comfortable 
in your standum that you would prefer legacy characters not be on screen because of because you don't want to admit to how the writers shit on them to prop your parent. Yeah. Well then, are you? Well, mine is kind of about like not acknowledging. It's kind of similar to yours, Nay. Like fans not acknowledging the kind of like trash writing characters get to the point of them becoming a couple. And yeah, I'm talking about Broly versus Flowly because the way they're handling the story, like I said, it's one still one-sided and you can tell, uh, but a lot of fans' reaction is basically just dragging Philip, but absolving um, Brady and Chloe from their trash behavior. behavior. And it kind of annoys me and it reminds me how Sim fans were. And I'm like over it. It's okay to love, like you said, it's okay to love your ships and pairings, but like you can still acknowledge bad writing. And this has been annoying me like for a few days because I saw it and I was like, okay, so you guys are like, you're dragging a character for mainly, as of right now, past shady behavior, but you're absolving characters for their current trash behavior. And it's just like, this is such a thing in fandoms that I'm just over it. Like you can acknowledge it and still love it. Love your faves. It doesn't mean you hate them just means you want better so yeah that's my watching it wrong for this week well my watching it wrong is dedicated to that tweeter who suggested that this whole year and a half has been a part of jennifer's coma dream (laughs) (laughs) no absolutely the fuck no because if if that's true then we won't have married ilani the twin no 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 well no 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 my phone is broken no no i I would literally have a mental slip no i don't care if it brought laura back no oh now you know he mean it (laughs) no I, i don't think i have it in me I get it, you're a J&J fan, whatever. No. Okay. <laughs> and that is my you're watching it wrong. If, if you want that to happen, don't click your TV back. Or we don't need the viewership. Well, yes, we do. Yes, we do. No, we ain't trying to get counseled. No. Michael, don't wish, don't wish that. Mm-mm. Right, turn on your TV, but don't ever think that again. Love yourself. Love your kids. <laughs> If you don't have kids, love your dog, love your nephews, but don't wish that upon yourself, baby. That's not cool at all. And that is my watching it wrong. Any final thoughts, you guys? No, I think you pretty much said everything. Well, I have one. We miss Aunt Maggie. Bring Aunt Maggie back. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. I miss her. Her void is very apparent. I miss Jennifer too, but y'all brought back the wrong one, so I guess I keep missing her. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Hope. 
it is a lot of people missing on cameras and we need to bring them back. I miss Hope, but Tony might keel over and die if they bring on Hunter Tylo. So <laughs> damn right I will, because I no, no, no. And oh, by the way, did I mention no? <laughs> oh, she could say it, but separate corners, <laughs> you guys. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna end the episode. We hope you guys have a good week. Keep doing it like it's your B-Day. And remember, save a horse, ride the Maverick. Bye. Justice for Theo Carver. Justice for Theo Carver. You do this every damn week. Cut the mic, Ariet. I'm going to have to get them together. I'll get the last word. I'll get the last word on this podcast. Press the button and play the music, Ariet. (laughs) 